0: On today's show, the Yankees are in big trouble. Big trouble. (laughs) They just lost two out of three to Seattle. They can't beat anyone but the Royals. They're heading into Fenway for a three-game series this weekend. We're going to talk about the series against Seattle and what the problems are. Because it's not a new thing. They've been bad since June. So we're going to get into it. All next on Locked on Yankees. are locked on yankees your daily new york yankees podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day this is Stacey gotsulius welcome to locked on yankees happy wednesday is it a happy Wednesday? It's not a happy Wednesday. It's seven nineteen as I record this. The Yankees just lost to Seattle. Two out of three. It was a bad series. We'll get into it in a moment. Locked on Yankees is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked on Yankees your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube and hit the like button and the bell so you're notified as soon as our videos go live. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moments sparkle with jewelry from bluenile.com and going on now, the Blue Nile anniversary sale. Save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com. I don't even know where to begin. I don't know where to begin. This team was humiliated in St. Louis. They recovered a bit on Monday, one Monday's game, and you're thinking, okay, maybe this woke them up a little bit. Then, Tuesday night's game happens, and... Between the not being able to hit, and then not being able to run the bases problem that they were having, um, yeah, yeah, that was bad. Then, you're thinking, okay, Nestor's pitching. Maybe it'll be better on Wednesday. It was better for him, wasn't better for the offense and then it was okay for the offense in the seventh inning and then the bullpen messed things up. The reason why the Yankees were winning in the beginning of the season was everything was working for them and the things that weren't working for them were being picked up by the things that were you know like if a starter had a bad start the offense would pick them up If the starter had a bad start, the bullpen would come in and shut the other team down, allow the offense to kick in. That's not happening lately. (laughs) And this isn't a new thing. This has been going on since June 18th. It's not even a since the all-star break problem, although it is, but it extends further back than that. The thing that started everything, everyone likes to point to the Houston series, but it wasn't. It was that Sunday game against Toronto when they had that big lead and then they ended up losing 10-9. I had a bad feeling that day. (laughs) I just, I was like, "Mm, this isn't a good loss. This is, this is a bad 2021 loss and they can't beat anyone. They can't beat beat anyone good anymore. That's also what was helping them win in the beginning of the season. They were beating the Rays, they were beating the Jays, they were beating other teams that had records with, or that records were over 500. And now that, (laughs) that's gone. So maybe, maybe they'll be okay this weekend against Boston, but who the hell knows? Who the hell knows with this team? It's just, it is a chore watching this team perform it's just you can't even it's horrible to not trust a lead they got the lead in the seventh inning who helps them get the lead Isaiah Kiner-Falefa walks and Kyle Higashioka hits a home run and you're thinking they have to win this game they have to those guys are actually helping they have to win the judge hits his 45th and you're thinking okay cool two-run lead No, I don't like watching this team. I don't, I can't, it's just, it's horrible watching this team right now. (laughs) It's feeling like 2021 again, and 2021 was horrible. And you're thinking, oh, 92 wins is horrible? Yes, because they probably should have won at least 98, 99, maybe even more. If certain decisions weren't made, certain lineups weren't put out, I'm feeling the same thing. They're falling back into the 2021 pattern. Boone is making dumb mistakes. Why are they putting Abreu in high leverage situations? I can't even believe I'm gonna say this. (laughs) I'd rather see Eroldis Chapman, because Eroldis Chapman has been doing really well since he came back. He somehow remembered to throw his fastball And he's not overly reliant on his secondary stuff. He'll throw it, but he's not making as many mistakes with those pitches. And what did I say the other day about Garrett Cole, how I didn't want him to be caught by Kyle Higashioka. And what happened last night? He wasn't. And what happened last night? He pitched really well. I mean, the numbers were really well. Some of the balls that were hit off him were pretty hard, but his defense was making plays behind him. And how does he get rewarded? His teammates forget to run the bases in extra innings twice. So embarrassing. And I'll tell you, I didn't see extra innings last night. I passed out. <laughs> I was exhausted from the night before. I tried staying up, fell asleep with the game on. Saw that they lost and thought, all right, whatever. Went to bed. Went up to bed. Wake up in the morning and I see the highlights. <sighs> Holy hell. We're going to get into that in segment two because oh, just people who don't even normally watch baseball were making fun of how bad the Yankees base running mistakes were last night. That's how bad it was. We're gonna talk about that in segment two. But first, did you know that the key to sustainable weight loss is through your liver? The liver is your body's metabolic furnace. It's responsible for flushing out harmful toxins and engaging your fat-burning metabolism. But thanks to modern diets, rich in unhealthy and processed foods, and constant exposure to thousands of man-made and environmental toxins most of us have overworked livers but now it's easy to rejuvenate your liver health and reignite your metabolism thanks to liver health formula by pure health research it contains eight liver boosting super nutrients like turmeric beet and artichoke extract all of which work together to wake up a sluggish liver and turn it into a toxin flushing and fat burning machine. So you don't have a bloated belly anymore. You don't have uncomfortable digestion. You don't feel tired all the time. You don't have low energy. And best of all, liver health formula makes it easier to maintain a healthy body weight long-term. As a listener of our show, you can try liver health formula risk-free today and get a free bottle of Curb Fit with your order. Curb Fit is a safe and all-natural appetite suppressant, making it easy to say no to naughty foods. That'll be good for me. I can say no to French fries. GetLiverHelp.com/MLB to try Liver Health Formula completely risk-free and claim your free bottle of Curb Fit with your order. Again, go to GetLiverHelp.com/MLB now to get started. Thanks again for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. Subscribe to Locked On Yankees on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you get notified when each episode premieres. Last night's game. Holy hell. So as I said, I passed out, (laughs) woke up and saw that they lost 1-0 and thought, all right, (laughs) they didn't score, obviously, and the Mariners scored with the Ghost Runner. It happens. I hate that rule. Can't wait for it to be done. Then I saw that it was extra innings, like it went to the 13th. And I thought, okay. Then, as I said, I woke up and saw highlights of it on Twitter, being tweeted by people who don't normally watch baseball, who were making fun of how bad the Yankees were on the base paths. And I'm thinking to myself, what is happening with this team? Who has the voodoo doll? Who has it? Who put the voodoo doll together on June 18th? Who? It's like they forgot how to play baseball. And I know Aaron Boone's not going to come out and say bad things about his players. But I feel like he needed to come out and kind of be like, yeah, I don't know what they were doing last night. (laughs) Ah, uh, Maybe not that. All right, maybe not that. But he was praising people a little too much about being aggressive. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. I was in Pop Warner football cheerleading from fifth grade to eighth grade, won a championship in sixth grade, and we did the be aggressive cheer all the time. But (laughs) if you're going to be aggressive, don't be stupid. I just... uh... It is such a chore watching this team now. I don't even want to watch them. I am so glad it's an off day tomorrow. I'm glad I have nothing to watch tonight. I'm definitely not watching the replay of today's game. (laughs) Maybe the seventh inning, maybe the top of the seventh inning I'll rewatch. I won't rewatch anything else. Just, I don't know what's going on with them. I really don't. It's, it's, It's painful to watch. And it's getting to the point now where all these teams are catching up to them and passing them. And I will say this. I don't necessarily care that Houston's going to beat them for home field advantage because at this point, I just want the Yankees to not play themselves out of a playoff spot. I don't care about the Mets having a better record than them. I don't care. I'm worried about the division. Right now, it's still at 10. Or 10 and a half, but 10. (laughs) 10. The thing about the division now is Baltimore is tied with the Rays at 58 and 52. So it's the Yankees, Blue Jays, Baltimore, Tampa because of alphabetical order, and the Red Sox. Baltimore is just outside of a wild card spot. Who saw that coming? No one. Thankfully, the Yankees got most of their games over with against Baltimore and did pretty well against them. Yes, they have a few at the back end of the the season, but they don't have to play as many games against Baltimore. The Blue Jays, before this series started that they just played against Baltimore, had, I think, 15 games left against them, and Blue Jays fans were all excited about playing Baltimore. And what happened? Yeah, Baltimore manhandled them. Blue Jays fans were like, I'm never looking forward to Baltimore again. And this was after they traded away Trey Mancini and Jorge Lopez. (laughs) Baltimore's still doing really well. (laughs) I kind of wish I was rooting for Baltimore now instead of the Yankees. Can I switch allegiances? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I wouldn't do that. It would be a really good story, though. Because, you know, in our, our crossover that we did, it was me, it was me, Lauren from Lockdown Red Sox, Connor from Lockdown Orioles, and Ulysses from Lockdown Rays. We were all like, okay, the Blue Jays are going to win the division. Then the Yankees, the Rays, and the Jays will be bunched up and Baltimore will be, you know, who cares about Baltimore? That's not happening right now. Baltimore is making a run for a wild card spot and I think it's great. I really do. I don't like that Trey Mancini is helping the Astros though. That's a pain. That's because I like Trey Mancini and I don't want to dislike him now that he's on the Astros, but I'm going to have to if the Yankees even make the playoffs at this point and face the Astros at any point in the playoffs. (laughs) I'm at this point now where I don't even think the Yankees are going to make the playoffs. I think they're just going to Fall off a cliff because that's how they're playing. It's just not fun. And yesterday on Instagram, the New York Yankees, like, history account posted the Johnny Damon, Mark Teixeira back-to-back home runs on August 9th, 2009. It was a Sunday night game, four-game series against the Red Sox. Victor Martinez hit the two-run home run to put the Red Sox up 2-1 in the top of the eighth. And you're thinking, all right, three out of four is not bad against the Red Sox. And then, was it Daniel Bard? There's so many Bards. I think it was Daniel Bard. (laughs) Comes in. Gives up the home run to Damon. He ties the game. Then Tex puts them up 3-2. And then everyone forgets, Jorge Posada put them up 5-2, and that's what the final score was but after Damon and Tex went back to back I said to my brother in section 305 where our season tickets were the first two seasons of the new stadium I said they're winning the World Series this year I feel it I can feel it in my gut they're not losing they're gonna win I don't feel that I don't even feel playoffs right now that's how not confident I am even with a 10 game lead I don't Feel comfortable with the way this team is playing. It has been too long. This isn't just a blip. It's nearly two months of this now. There's a problem. There's a big problem. And I will say, not having Giancarlo Stanton in the lineup is really not helping. That is a big hole to have in that lineup. Oh, <sighs> All right, we'll talk more about this in a second. I know it's just me bitching, but they wanted us to do post-game shows. This is my post-game reaction. (laughs) I was hoping to have a good post-game reaction. I was hoping they were going to hold on and win. They did not. So this is what you get. So in a moment, we'll keep talking about how bad the Yankees are. But first, whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. They're the original online jeweler since 1999. They've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. So whether you're customizing an engagement ring or designing diamond stud earrings, online jeweler Blue Nile will allow you to create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Not perfect, no problem. There's a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can shop stress-free with guaranteed free shipping and returns. And if you need that special purchase fast, in most cases, Blue Nile can deliver overnight. Every order is insured and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. So make your moment sparkle with jewelry from Blue Nile. Going on right now, the Blue Nile anniversary sale. Save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. So shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com. So let's look at some numbers. Uh, Just, it's so frustrating to watch this team. Like I said, you get Kyle Higashioka to put them ahead in the seventh inning when they're not really doing anything all game. And you're like, this is a game they should win because it's Kyle Higashioka and Isaiah Kiner-Falefa teaming up to put the Yankees ahead. And then Aaron Judge hits the home run. And you're like, yeah, okay, cool. 3-1. And then Abreu comes in. And ruins everything. <laughs> no offense to Abreu, but I don't know. I feel like... I don't know what Boone is doing. I don't know if this is a front office thing where they're telling him what to do with the bullpen. But no. No please stop. Just stop. Manage it better. I don't like this. Again, I don't like how it's feeling like 2021. This is two months of this now. Well, almost. July 18th to August 10th. Close enough. It's close to two months of this. It's not fun. It's not fun. And I like, as I said in the last segment, I like how they're framing it with aggressive base running backfires in Yankees 13 inning loss. Yeah, aggressive base running. Mess them up how many times in extra innings? Just ridiculous. You get the extra runner on base and you can't even do anything with it. I need to calm down. I need to practice the Zen baseball that I'm always telling you all to practice, but the, these past few weeks have just been a lot. And when you have a show where you have to talk about the Yankees, it's hard to be positive about things. I'll be positive about the fact that Nestor Cortez looked fine. I'll be positive about the fact that Judge is still hitting home runs. Hicks is still hitting. Mm. You know, and Duhar, he got a hit today. But they were over 3 with runners in scoring position. They left six on base. And Abreu, just, you can't, you just, you can't do that. And where was Wandy Peralta? Why didn't he come in first? Yeah, no, I'm not happy with Boone's bullpen management right now. Um, I'm hoping the off day resets everything they're flying from Seattle to Boston thankfully they have tomorrow off hopefully they'll be flying out tonight sleep all day tomorrow maybe and just get their act together because this is just it's its no they, this can't continue it can't continue I can't keep hearing them talk about how close they are in games. They're not losing by a lot. You know, a lot of it has to do with luck. No, no, it's too long now. It's too long a stretch. Yes, there are a lot of one run losses or two run losses. They're not getting blown out that much, but something needs to give. Something has to give. They have the off day tomorrow. They have three against the Sox. In Fenway. Fox game on Saturday. ESPN game on Sunday. I'll preview the series on Friday's show. Tomorrow's show is probably going to be like a throwback Thursday. I'll tell you that right now, because how much can I bitch about this team? Unless something crazy happens tomorrow, maybe something crazy will happen tomorrow. You never know. But it's going to be a throwback Thursday. And it might not even be a throwback Thursday where we look back at August 11th in history because I can't think of any August 11th games off the top of my head. I might just pick random games to talk about and good games. So we have something happy to talk about. But after the Red Sox, those three games, three against the Rays at home, four against the Blue Jays at home, and two against the Mets. This is the make or break part of the schedule. Abby spoke about it last week. This is it. This is where we find out where this, what this team is made of. And I know I said this about that June stretch, but that June stretch seemed to be a mirage. <laughs> yeah, that June stretch seems to have been a mirage. Yeah, so this... Upcoming stretch is very important. And then after that, they have an off day on the 24th, and then they go out to the West Coast. They have to play the Athletics for four, and don't sneeze, or don't sneeze, and don't overlook the Athletics because you know how the Yankees perform in Oakland. Even when they're not good, the Athletics, they tend to find ways to win. And they swept the Astros a couple of weeks ago. So, you know. Don't think of them as pushovers. And then they go to Anaheim for three from the 29th to the 31st of August. So, yeah, this is, uh, you know what? <laughs> the rest of their schedule going through to the end of the season, because after they play Anaheim, they have an off day on September 1st. They play the Rays for three in Tampa. They play the Twins for For four at home, the Rays for three at home, then two against the Red Sox, three against the Brewers out in Milwaukee, two against the Pirates at home, and we know how the Pirates series went in July. They split it. Four games against the Red Sox at home, three games against the Blue Jays in Toronto at the end of September. Then they play the Orioles from the 30th to the 2nd of October and that's nothing to sneeze at with the way the Orioles have been playing lately and then they finally played the Texas Rangers the series that was supposed to happen at the start of the season is happening at the end because of the lockout so you know what the Yankees have a tough road ahead of them till the end of the season and we'll see what this team is made of and we'll see if they even make the playoffs at this point because I It's a possibility that this team could choke and not even make the playoffs. That's how bad they're playing. That's how bad they look right now. And nothing is fixing this. That team meeting that they had before the game on Monday, it was just a band-aid. Didn't really do much. Hmm. Anyway. I'm sorry the show was so negative, but there's nothing really positive to talk about right now. There really isn't. So, you know, let me know what your thoughts are. If you're watching this on YouTube, I apologize. I got a green screen. It's not really working that well. I got to figure out how to fix this and make it so I don't have a green halo around my head. And if you're listening, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But anyway. That's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, like and comment on YouTube as well, and click the bell notifications so you know when our videos go up. And if you're looking for something else to listen to after us, why not listen to Locked On MLB? Make your second listen of the day, the Locked On MLB Podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked on MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. And, you know, just let them know I'm not always this negative. It's just the way the team is playing, and I swear I'll be happy if they start winning again. So enjoy your Wednesday, and we'll talk to you all tomorrow.